I'm Mario Munoz reporting for the Rio Grande Guardian International News Service. In an exclusive interview with the Rio Grande Guardian and Ron Whitlock reports, State Representative Ryan Guillen of Rio Grande City expressed frustration with how the Electric Reliability Council of Texas, called ERCOT for short, managed the flow of electric power in South Texas during the recent catastrophic winter storm. Representative Guillen participated in a tour of Star County Memorial Hospital organized by U.S. Representative Hendrik Cuellar. Let me first of all also say that uh, thank you for Congressman Cuellar uh, for convening the meeting and for uh, giving us the uh, opportunity to discuss these issues. Um, but I also bring up, uh, I take the opportunity to bring up what's going on right now and it's uh, loss of power. You know, I've got half of the communities in my district. I think 30% uh, or so of the state is without power right now. It's a huge crisis. Um, you got a lot of areas that are without water too uh, because of the lack of power. And um, generation is down, obviously. Uh, the generating, uh, the, the generators, the power generators were not prepared uh, for this windstorm or this um, uh, winter storm. And uh, a lot of not only wind, but also, diff- you know, gas and other different generators are down and, uh, and are the cause of the big, uh, the big loss in power. Uh, but one of the uh, one of the things that is not, I, I, and I'm researching right now. One of the things I, I'm not sure is 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 in law, but is being respected to a certain degree, is uh, making sure that uh, facilities like this hospital are up and running and have the power. And uh, for the most part, it's looking like that's the case. They prioritized hospitals, so we've got power here. Hospitals are okay. Um, but you've got situations where, where hospitals are part of a water system, and the water system doesn't have power. And, and, and so that is causing problems. There also should be, as a rule of thumb, I'm not sure as a rule of law, and, and that's something that, of course, we're going to look at to make sure that we address for the future if it's not already. Um, they also are supposed to prioritize nursing homes. And for the most part, most of our nursing homes in my district are have power right now, but some don't. Um, and, and we've, we've tried everything we can to make sure that they got big generators to those nursing homes. And in one case, we're, they're still on the way. They're supposed to be there about 130 or 145. At one point, U.S. Representative Cuellar had to excuse himself from the tour to answer a telephone call from Washington, D.C. Sorry, uh, the White House. Uh, I guess I got my complaint about something. Uh, so I'll let you all finish. All right. Then I got to get on a Zoom call for 45 minutes, and then we can catch up. But I have to take this call from the White House. Uh, I'll tell him you say hello. Today, when Chris Reese Governor Abbott has made... This, uh, this winter storm and emergency priority, that's got, got to be good news. You can start to act on this, and obviously complaints about ERCOT's policies. Yeah, yeah. We, we had a, the speaker set up a conference call this morning 
And while we were on the conference call, it was about an hour, hour and a half, uh, they did tell us that from, we went from, I think, 19,000 megawatts down to 17,500 by the end of the call. So it is looking like it's coming back, um, but there's a total. There was a total of 60 at the time, 63 or 64,000 in demand, 44,000 of which was on, and 19,000 of which was off. And um, so you can kind of see the big portion. This is across the the ERCOT system. Uh, you can kind of see the huge uh, shortfall in in power. Um, that we've got today, but um, but so that has a lot to do with what we're talking about here, of course, because if this place would come down, uh, you know, we've got vaccines potentially coming in. Did they already come in, by the way, for the week? Imagine if they were here and um, the fridges would be down, or the freezers would be down, or, or whatever. And so, I mean, um, I, I, but had. If we were in a situation where this uh, the, the, the amount of power continues to go down, let's say we were getting another storm coming in right behind it, it could, you can imagine the, the terrible situation we would be in. Uh, obviously, the generators need to do better on weatherizing their stuff, you know, and we got to figure out how to, how to make them do that. Does it make it even more frustrating for you that you live in a, you represent a district which is such a high producing area for energy and yet you have so many communities without power now? I mean, it doesn't seem right, does it? Yeah, um, so there's reports of, of uh, wind turbines or wind generation going down. There's reports of, of gas uh, generators going down. Um, it looks like it's not unique to one industry or one area. Uh, of course, the colder and the worse the, the, the conditions, uh, probably the more likely that they're going down. But at the end of the day, um, whatever goes down affects all of us. They are, uh, I, I have less concern that, uh, that they're distributing the outages amongst uh, uh, providers like AP uh, or you know the different providers across the state Encore uh, I'm pretty sure that they're that they are dividing it up equitably that way and that they're allowing the entities like AEP for us to, def to figure out what what neighborhoods they're going to go that are going to go first it seems like they they started out with the plan at 1.30 in the morning the night before last to do a rotating blackout, uh, but then we're not giving enough power to start somebody else new and cut the other one out, and it just just went, just went, got, got worse after that. Um, the, there's a process from of what I'm learning, there's a process through AEP where Critical infrastructure uh, had has the opportunity to apply to uh, to AEP or to notify AEP that they are critical infrastructure, and so I think that's one thing we're going to make sure in the future. You know, water plants and you know uh, hospitals and uh, um, nursing homes, other critical you know uh, 
let's say the um, the place for that uh, a police department or a uh, EMS department, that kind of thing, making sure that they're the last ones that get cut off because they're the most important. You know, um, there's a process for that, and and. And I figured out in one case they weren't aware that there was a nursing home in that in that area, and so now they know, but now they can't put it back on because they they, they haven't gotten the power to uh, from from ERCOT to do it. And so going forward, we got to clear those things up. We got to specify what is what is a, a priority is to make sure that that those places are are, are the last resort, right? Star County officials and VIPs that participated in the Star County Hospital Tour included U.S. Representative Hendrik Cuellar, Star County Judge Eloy Vera, Rio Grande City Mayor Joel Villarreal, State Representative Ryan Guillen, and Star County Memorial Hospital Executive Director Dr. Jose Vasquez. I'm Mario Munoz reporting for the Rio Grande Guardian International News Service.